Good afternoon, everybody. Happy day two of the portal season. Um, there's 43 more of them. This one isn't any better or worse than the rest. It's just one of 45. And uh, nothing's really <laughs> happened on the first two that we didn't anticipate. We will answer all your portal questions and talk about all of that. Coming up, Gabe DeArmond and Sean Williams here. Believe it or not, we have some things, or at least one thing to talk about that is not related to the transfer portal. So we will also dive into that. Before we do, we want to let you guys know, look, those of you who follow the rules of society, and I'm not going to pretend that's necessarily all of our viewers or listeners, but those of you who do, you need insurance um, for your car, your home, all sorts of other things in your life. You know, that thing that you don't really think you need until you really need it. Well, when you really need it, James Carlton State Farm is who you want to get in touch with. 314-961-4800. Carltoninsurance.net is where you reach him. And the most important things, James, thing that James wants you to know, other than the fact that he's going to try to save you a little bit of money, is that if you get in touch with him and you get a quote from him and you tell him that you heard about his uh, business on our show, he's going to donate $20 to Mizzou's NIL efforts. It's never been more important in college sports than it is right now. James is a big Mizzou fan. He wants to help Mizzou. He wants to help you. So it's a win-win in the words of Michael Gary Scott. You should do that. Carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, get in touch with James Carlton State Farm. Sean, what's going on, man? Uh, have you slept in the last 72 hours? Oh yeah, I slept pretty good actually. Okay. So yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> good to know. Good it was busy know. yesterday. It was more like um, you know, logging in profiles and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, a um, lot to go. <laughs> we we want to welcome our uh, all of you uh, unemployed degenerates who are here hanging out <laughs> with us talking about Mizzou recruiting on a Tuesday afternoon. Thank you very much for being here. If you are here, comments, questions, all that in the uh, in the queue, and we will get to them as the show goes along. So I want to do one thing on the portal, then then we'll we'll get back to it at the end. Sean, I compared this to National Signing Day, where what I've always said about National Signing Day is fans of recruiting always think it's like Christmas morning, except it's only like Christmas morning when we've told you 95% of the presents you're getting. I mean, especially from a Missouri perspective, nothing happened yesterday. I mean, we... It had all already happened. We knew it was all coming. Yeah, uh, for most people, that that is what happened. And there was there was a handful of things that happened uh, pretty quickly, uh, just in terms of uh, you know Boston College's uh, quarterback jumps in the portal and he goes to Pitt. So uh, you know Keaton Slovis is in the portal, which we'll talk about later. Um, so there were some things that that happened pretty quickly, and obviously maybe some pre pre-planned things as we've talked about before on, in terms of how the portal works and going through uh, middle men communications, whether that's family or coaches or high school coaches or trainers and um, you know, kind of amazing how things happen just so quickly. <laughs> right. How, how, Phil, how Phil Jerkovich is already the Pittsburgh quarterback after two <laughs> hours in the portal. Right. That happened to, uh, I think, a Cal linebacker. He committed to UCLA like hours after hitting the portal. I so yeah. I think it happened a couple to a couple other people as well. So, so uh, look, we've got people that are, I, I mean, generally follow college football and, and uh, recruiting all over the country. The only one I saw that surprised me yesterday, and maybe it shouldn't have, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't pay enough attention. The only guy in the portal I thought, oh, man, was uh, was Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. I don't, that one caught me off guard. Anything surprise you? 
Uh, no, not really. Uh, I would probably agree with you. I mean, like uh, DJ Ugalalele is D- we were, DJU. 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 That's his, that's I his mean, pro name. Yeah. That rumor's been out there for about a week now, right. uh, almost. Yeah. So we kind of knew that was going on. Yeah, but Sanders was kind of surprising just because he's he's had a big year for Oklahoma State. They throw the ball a lot. Um, yeah, kind of curious what's going on there, but he's in the portal and yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to go after him. So Missouri included, yeah, if, I would say. <laughs> if Drake May from North Carolina is part of it, which. That's the thing. I, uh, that's I keep the thing seeing too. reports. I don't get this, man. Like what do you, 31 touchdowns, three picks in the regular season going into the last week of the year. He was a Heisman candidate. His dad played at Carolina. Mm-hmm. His brother played at Carolina. Like. Convince me that these kids are transferring for any other reason, but they can. Money. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I know. But I know. That was a stupid question, man. I said that. I one. mean, I thought I thought that's what you were going to say. And I was, you surprised me when you said, because they can. I'm no, like, money. <laughs> money and they can. Okay, fair enough. Right. So speaking of surprises that were not surprises, Marvin Burks, Missouri Tiger. Um, <laughs> couple months after being an old Miss Rebel, which came a couple hours after being a Missouri Tiger, which came a couple hours after being an old Miss Rebel. So, look, this, I, I mean, Sean, I don't know. We've had that story in the admin, what, since a week before he committed Old Miss, I think. Yeah, I just, uh, I just polished it up <laughs> pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I, I mean, look, anytime a kid is on multiple unofficial visits to a place he's not committed to and didn't really appear to be trying to hide it, I mean, right. it was pretty obvious what was happening. Yeah, and I mean, you got to think, you know, like I said, he, he waffled back and forth. It was Missouri, and then he switched to Ole Miss at the end originally. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of factor that in, too, that Missouri was kind of always going to be in the in the mix until the very end. And especially when he started coming and taking – he at least took two visits, uh, unofficial visits, after he committed to Ole Miss. So uh, kind of the writing's on the wall there that that was going to happen eventually. So Yeah, and I think Ole Miss knew it, too. Um, you know. <laughs> I mean, they look, I know the guys at Ole Miss real well. And, and when Marvin made his original commitment that day, we were both talking and we we're like, well, he might end up at Ole Miss, but I don't think it's necessarily any more likely than it was two days ago. Right. Um, it, but anything like that always reminds me, one of my favorite recruiting stories back in 2005 was Jeremy Macklin was committed to Oklahoma. And I saw him at a Missouri game, like with the recruits, with the Mizzou sweatshirt. And I just took a picture of him. And like I, I couldn't use it for like two months, but eventually when he flipped, and then I finally got to use the picture. Um, so it, it, it always kind of like there's some situations that you just know are going to happen. You just have to, have to let them happen. Um, look, we yeah. haven't talked to Marvin because I personally have never talked to Marvin. I know you have at times. I think maybe you've seen him play. Uh, uh, was that one of the well, guys you was- saw play or not? Not this year. I, I okay. saw him at a scrimmage before uh, his junior year, so uh, that that's the okay. only time I've really talked to him. <laughs> yeah, I saw him at seven-on-seven seven camp in the summer before his junior year at Missouri. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know. what What's your impression of, of what kind of player Missouri's getting here? Uh, yeah, really skilled. I mean, you know, he, he's kind of one of those, he, he starred on both sides of the ball. I mean, I think he had like 1,700 yards rushing maybe. I'm going to, I'm thinking, uh, I'm trying to think of the stats off the top of my head, but he was like, uh, you know, uh, Cardinal Ritter's primary rusher. And I think he had about 90 something tackles, I think, if I remember correctly on the stats, but I mean, he had a super productive year. 
Um, so yeah, they're getting a really, really good player. He's really, you know, watching him in person. He's tall. He's lengthy. Um, you know, he can. Uh, he's he's very physical. He's not afraid to go up and and hit somebody. That's why he's going to be a really. That's why he's a safety. You know, he's not afraid of contact. And uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he knocked down a couple of passes too. You know, uh, at that scrimmage I was at. So I mean, he's got he's got the range and he's got the physicality. Yeah. Um, it, can you feel like 15 more seconds? I have to send you out a text about something that just happened. Just talk <laughs> about something for 15 seconds. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 15 seconds. Kind of weird. Just throwing me on the spot here, Gabe. But, yeah, I mean, I uh, just just going back to Burks, I mean, it's a big pickup because, I mean, you know, look, that was that was Missouri's one of Missouri's top in-state targets or one of, top, one of their top targets overall. Uh, we talked about him all summer. Uh, we talked about him into the fall and, you know, he committed Ole Miss and they still stayed on him because, you know, they, they were confident they could flip him and they did. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was a very, uh, you know, you know, back and forth, up and down, a recruiting process mm-hmm. with him, but yeah, in the end, as long as Missouri gets him, that's, uh, that's all that matters for the coaches staff. I mean, that was a guy that they really yeah. wanted. So, uh, Mizzou fan number seven said <clears throat> that Burke said he made the decision after he played at Furrow Field and it felt like home. Well, that's, that's a real i mean that's a real nice story that sounds great we'll go yeah. with that we sounds will very, go with that it sounds very christmasy it's that time of year give yes. me the feel yes. give me the feel good stories but i, I would assume right. that he probably had his mind made up before then <laughs> yeah i have a feeling that that's like look that's like the family atmosphere they all felt like my brothers and i mean that's good they all say it i'm not yeah. trying to you know that it's a good story um you know and he will, we presume, sign with Missouri on December, I think it's 21st. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's the start. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So I think they're done with high school guys. You agree? Uh, I think they'll add a couple more, honestly. Okay. Um, we just got to, like, you know, I was kind of looking at the list. You know, I've got uh, I've got the Jordan Harris kid, the tight end from Arkansas. He's supposed to come in for a visit um, on the 16th. Uh, we've also got... Now, here's the thing. I, I got C.J. Johnson down. He's a safety out of Texas. Now, I don't know if the, he's in the mix now that Burks is committed, but uh, before the Burks news happened, he was. He said he was coming in for an official visit on the 16th as well. So those are two guys uh, that told me, two high school kids that told me they were coming in for officials. Uh, we'll see if that happens. But I think they'll take. I think they'll take one or two more, whether it's those guys or some other guys. We'll see. Okay, so they're at, they're at what, 16 right now? Is that accurate? I believe so. I'll have to double check that, man. Okay, so 16, maybe they get up to 18. I would be shocked if they get to 20. I did the math today. As of today, I think they've got room for like five to seven more guys. I I imagine that number goes up to eight to 10 at a minimum Mm -hmm. based on uh, uh, transfers out. KE Zoo is, is asking how many players will wind up entering the portal. So far, they've had nine. Drinkwitz said he anticipated 12 to 14. Um, so I think there'll be a handful more after the bowl game. I think you're probably going to get a couple guys declare for the NFL draft that haven't done so yet. So I, I think we're looking still at, at five, six, seven more spots that open up in this class. Right. I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I think they, you know, we've talked about, you know, uh, maybe they had another linebacker, maybe they had another defensive end. We've talked about defensive line a lot. I think that's another spot they could uh, they could add some guys offensive line as well, whether that's from the high school ranks. But I think there's still opportunities there to to uh, add some more high school players. Uh, we'll just kind of see who that ends up being. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, 
yeah, we don't want to throw out a, a bunch of names <laughs> and uh, the NFL guys you can figure out. I mean, Tyron Hopper has a opportunity. Jalen Carlisle's opportunity. Darius Robinson could, um, you know, so, so we'll see how that goes, but overall still plenty of spots and, they're going to be focused mostly on the portal. And that is where most of our questions are. And before we get into the specific questions, like there are over a thousand players in the portal yesterday, but this really seems to me to basically just be a quarterback derby. I mean, they're the ones that get all the attention and it's, it's the only position where so many guys like are leaving good starting jobs to go I guess for other starting jobs, I don't know whether they're better, worse, or indifferent, but like <laughs> North Carolina, Virginia, Notre Dame, Clemson, all these guys are having starting quarterbacks uh, go. So it, it's a really interesting, like you've been covering this quarterback clearly is it's like the quarterback portal. And then everybody else portal is a different thing. Yeah. It's like the, you can kind of compare it to high school recruiting. I mean, what's the position that's likely going to commit first. That's going to be the quarterback in each class. Right. Cause they want to, yeah. you know, solidify their spot. They want to start recruiting other, you know, but I, I compare that. I compare the transfer portal recruiting process, like a uh, high school process times like a thousand. So <laughs> yeah. it just moves a lot quicker, uh, you know, because you, you, yeah. you know, for guys that are wanting to be mid-year enrollees, it's going to have to move a lot quicker. So you got to kind of put your ducks in a row and, in order to get your name in there and, and try to try to fight for it to get the guy who you think is going to enter the portal and uh, try to get him on campus and impress him and try to try to win him over. So, and the thing I like about it, but it also makes our jobs a little harder following it is <laughs> these kids largely are not tweeting every second of their recruitment, right? Right. Most of them are just doing this <clears throat> pretty low key. Um, they may take a visit or two, but they're not super advertising most of them. We don't have nine versions of a top 12. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, hey, I got to find a place and I got about two weeks to do it. So I'm going to go do it. <laughs> and if you have trouble following that, then that's not really my problem. Yeah, it, it is different. And that's why we sit there and we make these lists on our message board. And, you know, look, I mean, that, those, are the, those are the offers we know about. There's a lot of offers sure. out there to transfer guys we don't know about. And we're not going to know about them until we find out that they're on campus or something like that, or they commit. So that's just mm -hmm. kind of how it is. They're, these guys are older. They don't care about the recruiting process anymore. Most of them don't, which I kind of dig that. It means they're maturing a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a little bit different whenever you're, you go in the portal and you get a lot of these offers, you know, you're a wanted person, uh, you know, and you're a little bit older, you're just trying to find a new home and in your college career, as opposed to being a high school kid and being excited about getting, offers to play college football so right. uh yeah it's it's definitely harder to track but uh like i said that's why we're going to have some surprises in the portal when it comes to following these kids on the missouri front because you know a lot of these guys we're not going to know if they have offers or not until they visit or till they commit so right which kind of leads into this question uh seems like drink wasn't too worried about players leaving but it doesn't seem like mizzou is being very active in the portal what's up with that so two things first of all like like sean said a lot of these guys like I'm sure they have a bunch of offers out. We just don't know about, I mean, I, tw I posted one from a defensive end at Texas A&M. We know they have a wide receiver. Uh, is it Armstrong visiting this weekend? Yeah. I think they will have more visitors this weekend. I think there will be more than just the one. It's just that right now we only know about the one. Um, and also understand that the portal opened yesterday. And so, 
while we joke and while a lot of things do go on behind the scenes, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there are probably some a decent number of kids who know where they're going, who maybe have already told coaching staffs, I'm coming there. And the coaching staffs are saying, cool, why don't you wait till about Friday to announce that? So that it doesn't look like this was lined up before the portal even opened. Like, that makes sense, doesn't it? I think, yeah, I think that's definitely true now. You know, I mean, the ones that have already, like, committed elsewhere, I don't know what the thinking is there. I mean, if I guess if I was a staff, I'd be like, hey, man, why don't you wait a couple days? Maybe come to campus first and check it out. At least wait till Tuesday, (laughs) man. At, At least make it so that you theoretically could have driven from Boston to Pittsburgh first. But I guess they could treat it like COVID. It's like, oh, we, yeah, we took him around for a virtual tour. We did know, a Zoom. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He plays in the, well, like the uh, the, the BC quarterback. Uh, he's been to Pitt here a few times. Right. He knows what's going he knows on here. It. He's yeah. seen the facilities. <laughs> right. He's, yeah, he's had, uh, he, he, he's met the Yenzers. He's had a sandwich, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, again, just like guys, we do the best we can. Right. But there is zero chance we know everything. I mean, as much as I would like Eli Drinkwitz to pick up the phone and say, all right, here's where I'm going and here's who I'm seeing. He doesn't do that. Uh, right. You know, right. And, yeah. It's just uh, look, the portal. Apparently is, it's illegal for him to do that too. So portal is mad chaos. And, you know, we, like I said, we just do the best we can to cover it, but it's, uh, whenever kids, you know, aren't tweeting out their offers and you know, they're not, some of them will tweet out where they're visiting. Most of them won't. So it's, it's hard to keep up with. And yeah, that's just the way it is. So I like it when you guys ask questions that are about what we are already going to talk about anyway. So <laughs> let's get to it. Let's get to the quarterbacks. Keizu wants to know if Eli has an interest in the NC state QB in the portal, that would be Devin Leary. And So it was pretty interesting. We had a Zoom with him yesterday morning at 8 o'clock to talk about Missouri's bowl game. And I want to say it was probably about 8.05. News hit Twitter, Devin Leary is entering the transfer portal. Well, Eli recruited Devin Leary to NC State. Actually was their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach during Leary's redshirt season. Never actually coached a game he played in, but he was was there during uh, Leary's redshirt season. And because Missouri's playing Wake Forest, which is obviously located in North Carolina, there were a couple of Wake Forest reporters on the Zoom. And so one of them said, hey, I was going to ask you about the game, but Devin Leary just entered the portal. So what can you tell me about Devin Leary? And he wasn't saying, are you going to recruit him? But he was saying, you know him, you recruited him once. Tell me about <laughs> what you think about him. And Drinkwitz was real careful. He said, I honestly, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about him or not. <laughs> he's uh, He started to say, you know, I think he's a good kid or a good quarterback. And then he, like, he, he wasn't even sure he could say that. Right. So he just didn't really say anything. I, I mean, there's a connection there. I can see Missouri having interest. My impression is that a whole lot of people will have interest because Devin Leary had 35 touchdowns and five picks in 2021. Right. Yeah, I agree. It sounds like that NC State reporter was trying to get him in trouble, you know. (laughs) I really don't think he was. I think they knew each other. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's funny, though. But to kind of be asked that, I guess he was kind of caught off guard about being asked that question. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you do kind of have to be a little bit careful in how you answer that, even though he's officially in the portal. So. Uh, but, right, but like you can't talk about a high school kid that you have exactly, signed. exactly, so. exactly. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, Delirium is going to be a hot commodity. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, we'll we'll talk about Slovis here in a minute. I'll let you do that. But, yeah, I mean, Delirium is going to be a hot commodity. I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams after. And we talked about Sanders from Oklahoma State. That's another guy that's going to be mm-hmm. very popular. There's going to be so, a lot of pop. Drake May. I mean, how much money is Drake yeah. May going to get? I mean, he's even, probably – Even DJ, man. Like, yeah. DJ didn't play well, but somebody's going to view him as, hey, we can – we're the ones that can fix him. There's a lot of DJ talk to like uh, UCLA, USC because of his yeah. uh, younger, younger brother. So I mean, there's probably going to be that, but should they, they should he's, probably have enough money to float around. So he seems like a Notre Dame fit to me for some reason. <laughs> okay. I don't know why he just does. Um, Kyle says, "I saw the drink was in Arizona today. Are we recruiting someone from down there?" So uh, we well. were joking. <laughs> yeah, we were joking before the show. Sometimes flight aware comes in handy. Um, so yeah, actually, actually, Eli said yesterday uh, during that Zoom, he said he was going to Houston yesterday. We know that he saw uh, saw Marquise Johnson, and I I know they've got another kid from League Serene, City, Texas, Serene Tenkara. Tenkara, right? Yeah. So he did. He and Blake Baker did visits with both those guys yesterday. He had said he was going to Arizona today, and then on to Las Vegas for Gary Pinkle's induction to the College Football Hall of Fame tonight. So the truthful answer of are we recruiting someone down there is almost certain. I don't think Eli just stopped to check out, you know, Sky Harbor Airport or the Grand Canyon or something like that on his way to Vegas. Almost certainly they are recruiting somebody. Can we tell you with certainty who that is? We cannot. Um, I can tell you that Keaton Slovis, the Pittsburgh transfer at quarterback, who started his career at USC, Went to high school in Scottsdale, Arizona, which I checked is 15 minutes from Sky Harbor International Airport in Phoenix. Um, I can tell you that Keaton Slovis's first Power 5 offer out of high school was to North Carolina State from Eli Drinkwitz. I I can't even tell you if Keaton Slovis is in Arizona right now. Like he might be finishing classes at Pittsburgh. It is my understanding that Pittsburgh semester is not yet over. So I don't know if he's there. I do know that some people he knows are there. I do know that Eli Drinkwitz was there. I do not know that the two of them are necessarily connected, but I don't think it's a huge stretch to say they could be connected. Since we're uh, discussing rumors, Gabe, I will go with this. Uh, Okay. So maybe let's say if Slovis is still at Pitt, I'm going to say maybe he's taking uh, his final test online. They're all online tests. Or, or maybe <laughs> his mom and dad live in Scottsdale, Arizona. That was going to be my next uh, next uh, assumption is, yeah, hey, go talk to the mom and dad, discuss some NIL opportunities to come to Missouri. That's never done in recruiting. I promise no. that wasn't wouldn't be done on a recruiting visit that we've – that it – College football coaches follow every rule to the letter. That would never happen. I'm sure it was just, look, Marvin Burks played a game at Furrow Field last week and it <laughs> felt like home and he committed. We think that could happen with your son. Whether your son is Keaton Slovis or some other guy from Arizona, we don't even know about. I mean, like, literally, I saw somebody say Joe Moore, who's a, a Cardinal Ritter kid, is transferring from Arizona State. I don't know. That's in Arizona. There's a bunch of JUCOs in Arizona. Like, I, right. I'm telling you up front, I cannot tell you that Eli Drinkwitz was in Arizona to recruit Keaton Slovis today. It would be my guess that he was. 
Yeah, I mean that would probably be my uh, my best guess too. But you mentioned there are some JUCOs in Arizona. You know, JUCO is probably some just put JUCO. Why not do a two for one deal while you're there? I mean, just <laughs> right. Maybe maybe he just sent out a group text and said, "Look, I'm going to be in Phoenix from this time to this time. Should any of you all who I've spoken to and recruited want to come meet me at the Phoenix <laughs> airport?" I will be there. Um, but uh, no, look, we think it's probably connected to the quarterback. We just, I can't tell you that for sure. Um, you know, I did briefly exchange messages with Keaton Slovis last night. He, uh, I said, if you heard from anybody or have you been in contact with anybody from Missouri? He says, I haven't been in contact with anybody, but there's a lot of hours in the day and a lot of people left to get back to. So that was not a no to me. <laughs> you know, that was That's just a... a we that's haven't talked yet. That's a grizzled veteran answer right there. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's that's how you say things without saying things. That's how you say things like, all I know is Eli was in Arizona and this kid's from Arizona. Whether those things are connected is up to you to uh, decide. So real quick, I mean, Keaton Slovis, Devin Leary are the ones they that people are making leaps to connect them to. Uh, people have their own preferences, all that. Leary's numbers were better. Slovis was awesome as a true freshman, has not been mm -hmm. that good since. Here's my take on quarterback recruiting in the portal. If that, not even the portal, just quarterback in general. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Brady Cook. I don't care if it's a transfer. I don't care if it's Sam Horn. I don't care if it's Tommy Locke. I don't care if it's Sam Kaiser graduating early from Rockbridge and being Missouri's quarterback next year. But Eli has <laughs> to be right about it. I, yeah. Whoever it is, he absolutely has to get it right. And so I know people will have their own preferences, but the only preference needs to be the best one. Yeah, the your the preference needs to be the best one, and that's going to be equaling wins and opportunities mm -hmm. to win and pitching the best opportunity to do that because, uh, like you mentioned on the board earlier, uh, next year will be a critical year. I mean, it's, yeah. it's cool to finish 6-6, six and six, but... You know, you it's gotta... better to finish better than six and six. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially for six million. Um, <laughs> six Carpe six. Donnelly <laughs> says uh, JT Daniels is in the portal. Was there any fire to the smoke between Daniels team and Drinkwitz? I mean, Missouri recruited him last year. There's no question. They had him on campus. Um, I have seen reports out there that JT got like six figure NIL and a house maybe in West Virginia. Um, I, I will tell you. The information I had last year was that Missouri couldn't afford what it was going to take for JTD, and West Virginia did. But it has whatever value, that number was, I don't know. But has his value diminished based on his performance this I, past year? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I, if I'm going into a make or break year, I don't think that would be the guy that I would probably no. uh, pin my wagon to. I mean, West Virginia wasn't very good this year. Right. He's not mobile. Um, this will be what is fourth school? Uh, USC, Georgia. USC, Georgia. Yeah, West whatever, wherever he ends up will be his fourth. I really hope he. Yeah. I really hope he like goes to a school in the spring, uh, doesn't get the job, and then transfers to another school in the summer. That'd be awesome. There you go. There you go. I mean, he's <laughs> going to be older than Stetson Bennett by the time he finally finishes. I think, but uh, yeah, I mean, yes, there was smoke to it last year. I don't think it's something that they will look at this year. Uh, Matt Hunterbrinker was wanting to know if Brady Cook starts at quarterback next year. And again, like I said, I, I don't have a clue. He just has to be right. If he thinks Brady Cook's the guy, 
then I hope Brady Cook's the guy. And I hope he wins nine games or 10 games or whatever. Um, I, I don't, I'm not even going to pretend to know what the quarterback roster is going to look like in spring football. I think it's um, tough. I think it's, t- it's also a tough situation when you're trying to get like a quarterback, like Slovis to come in, you know, is there, you know, promise them a starting job. I mean, I, I don't know how much these kids want to hear that whenever they come in, but I mean, you know, it's ultimately the, the word promise is interesting to me. Right. Because if I'm a coach, I would never promise a starting job Right. because what if that kid shows up and he sucks? Or what exactly. if, what if the kid you have on campus or bringing in is suddenly a lot better than he was a year ago? Yeah, I I think the conversation goes like this. Look, we are evaluating the starting quarterback position. We think we need to be better than we were this year. We think you can help us be better than you were this year. If you commit here. You are going to have every opportunity to be our starting quarterback. And if you play well, we think that will happen. But I'm not going to guarantee it to you today. That's what I would say. Yeah, that sounds good. Even though you did say the word guarantee, even though it was in the negative line. But (laughs) Right, right. Well, that's fair. But, but I I mean, I I just think, I think the number of, I I think if you were a coach and you do things like that and you, promise a kid he's starting as a freshman almost never can that lead to good things well it brings up a good question like you know how many how many coaches i wonder are using those that terminology to some of these kids especially quarterbacks you know i I just think they're smarter than to say it exactly that way yeah right (laughs) you know like like for example did luther burden know he was going to start the first game of the year last year 100 percent I'm not sure Eli Drinkwitz ever told somebody, I guarantee you Luther Burden's going to start day one at receiver for us. I mean, what? where's the upside in saying that? Yeah, you're putting a lot more pressure on the kid and yourself, you know, as a coach too, so by saying that, so. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Michael is late to the show, checking in from work. Did I miss an update on Devin Leary? Yeah, the update is we just, we don't know. I mean, like, it makes some sense that Missouri would look, but we don't know that they're going to look and, you know, they, there will be a lot of competition um, in my opinion. Uh, let's see. Spam account, any indication of priorities at quarterback? Will it be similar to last year where we're more clearly trying to find a starter? Um, no guarantees. Right. No guarantees, but. I can't go through another offseason where people are trying to convince themselves that Eli Drinkwitz is just out here looking for a third stringer. You don't go into the portal doing that. Right? No, not not in this situation. It doesn't seem, you know. Not yet. I mean, you can get a third stringer in May. Yeah, right. There's plenty. There'll be plenty of third stringers in the spring you can choose from. I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think now's when you try to hit a guy that you think could possibly be the starter and help you kind of get some more wins under your belt next season. Because that guy has to be on campus for spring football. Yeah, that would be ideal in, in this situation. I mean, like a lot of these guys, especially the quarterbacks, I'm sure they're mid-year guys and, and they want to make decisions quick and they want to be a, a part of spring ball. And I'm sure that's what the coaches want wherever they end up, their new destination. So. I am shocked it took us this long to get this question. What does that say about Sam Horn? I wrote about that this morning. I want to be clear. I don't think it says that they are writing off Sam Horn. 
in any way. I do think it says if, if they take a transfer quarterback, and we don't know that they are yet, but if they do, I think it says that they don't know Sam Horn can be the starter next year. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. How could they know it? He played six snaps. Yeah, right? I I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think it's kind of like almost a bridge gap. You give Sam Horn another year to kind of learn the playbook and, and go through the motions and kind of evaluate where he is. At that point, you hope he's patient. You hope he doesn't go in the portal, I, I would assume, but – you know? Well, and I even think it's not necessarily a full year. <clears throat> this is why we were talking about, like, I don't care who it is, Devin Leary, Keaton Slovis, DJU, Drake May, whoever you get. It's it's why you don't guarantee them the starting job. Because what happens if Sam Horn comes back for fall camp next August and he's just taken this leap? Like, mm. he's got so much better command of the playbook, and he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's leading this team. And you go through a week of fall camp and go, oh, this is the kid we signed. He's he's ready. Right. And he started. You know, and it's why you don't guarantee the starting job to somebody else. So I don't think bringing in another player means that there's zero chance Horn is the starter next year. I just think it means they don't they don't yet know that. And it's same thing with Brady Cook, right? It doesn't mean he can't be the starter next year. It just means, like, we need to see a little more than we saw this year to feel good about where we are next August. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's about boosting your roster and having the best options available. So. Yeah, absolutely. That was weird. I just got a phone call. I didn't hear what you said. But I'm sure it was incredibly insightful. Oh, yeah, it, was, um, it totally was, man. You just missed that. Just put that on the highlight clip. <laughs> there, there you go man um uh jared says uh that, that bringing in a one-year guy isn't a depth killer to clear out the qb room um if i'm brady i leave if another notable qb transfer comes in and look this is part of the deal man like eli gets paid six million dollars to manage this room and with the way college football is especially at the quarterback position where only one guy's really going to play Hey, if you bring in a guy, if that means you lose two other guys, like they knew that was Connor Bazelak transferred after last year. They knew if they chased a transfer, they could risk both Brady Cook and Tyler Macon leaving and having a transfer in Sam Horn. But you have to go get the guy that you think is the best quarterback that can win you the most games next year. And that's just how you have to do it. And if it means you lose a guy, it means you lose a guy, and you hope the guy you picked is better than the one you didn't pick. Yeah, you can look at that two ways. It's the flip of a coin. You can either, you know, Brady Cook gets mad and he transfers, or he just sticks it out and keeps improving. And, you know, right. in fall camp, he, you know, <laughs> gives Slovis the middle finger and says, hey, I'm the starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no <laughs> you know, question. So it can, it can work either way, man. It can work either way. Yeah, it, it's going to be fascinating. I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, I – I think they'll take a, a quarterback, um, and I think they're going to be a lot quieter about it this year than they were last offseason because I think they didn't love the way last season played out and played out as publicly as it did. So I think it's going to be harder to figure out what's going to happen. But um, I do think they'll look at a, a quarterback. I think they're going to have some visitors this weekend, non-quarterback probably too. Uh, so – it's going to be interesting, and and look, we're getting some questions about who the next OC is. We don't know, but I do think that might be a thing some of these quarterbacks are going to ask, Sean. 
yeah, no recruiting doubt. process. No doubt. I think you got to kind of have a game plan there. If it, whether that guy is on staff currently or whether you know you're going to bring in a guy and you're pretty certain about it, you better be talking to, you better be saying that to the whatever quarterback you're trying to get from the transfer portal. That's for sure. Well, and, and I've seen things like, you know, sometimes the coach can actually be the guy that ends up getting the quarterback. Like there was something, I guess Spencer Sanders, old offensive coordinator is at Penn State. So a lot of people are saying maybe Spencer Sanders goes to Penn State, you know, so things like that can, I mean, I don't know that anybody at Missouri was the OC for anybody except for obviously the one year with, with Devin Leary, but mm-hmm. things like that do play into it. Um, I don't know, Sean, is there, did we miss anything, man? This has been a, a weird few days and I feel <laughs> like I'm just kind of going, okay, there's this and then there's this and, Sometimes I miss a lot of stuff. So it's a lot to it's a lot to consume, and there's a lot of information that comes from every angle. Especially, you know, we mentioned this previously. Like, got to be maybe a different time the portal opens up. I mean, I get it, but mm-hmm. or you, like you said, I like how you kind of said, you know, maybe take the signing day back to uh, to where it doesn't like kind of interfere, and coaches have to kind of juggle a bunch of things at once. So mm-hmm. it's a lot to consume. It's a lot of information to consume and share. So, yeah. Because if, if you're a high school kid right now, if you haven't committed and now the portal's open, yeah, I'm not sure you have a spot. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you just go out and get all the Colorado kids that Prime is uh, is dumping right now. Right. I mean, about to be like 81 <laughs> dudes on the, on the market. Right. So anyhow. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate you joining us. Um, that's this is going to change regularly. So we will be updating it regularly on our message board. And uh, and Sean and I will be here at least the next couple Tuesdays. Uh, tomorrow, Drew King's going to join me. We're going to talk basketball. I don't know if you guys have heard, Missouri's got a big basketball game this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking <laughs> forward to it. So we will we will talk to you guys about that then. Um, do want to remind you, um, as long as we're on the subject of Kansas basketball and potential payments to college athletes, not that that's ever happened in Lawrence for a basketball player. Not, not that that's ever happened. But now that it's all legal and these kids can be paid, the way you do that is an IO. James Carlton wants to help you with that. James Carlton State Farm Insurance. If you get in touch with James Carltoninsurance.net over the phone at 314-961-4800. You tell him you heard about him from Power Mizzou, and he is going to donate $20 to Mizzou's NIL efforts when he gives you a quote on your insurance. You need insurance. You want Missouri to be good. James has insurance. He also wants Missouri to be good. So. Makes sense to me. Do it, guys. Talk to you later. Later.